You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. It is 8.04 a.m. And it's come time for our next quiz question. We're, pl- we're talking all things games for our prize this week. Mm. I'm actually hoping to try and get that game in too so that, yes, we can try and work it out here as well for ourselves because mm-hmm. it looks absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but take it away with our next quiz question, please. That's right. Lawson. That's right. You say you want to, but then you're just going to like lose over and over again to me and then you're not going to enjoy it and oh, you're not going to have go a good review. Away. So, you're hey, putting yourself right up there without even trying th- it. Come on. That's right. Uh, hey, you're listening <laughs> to The Breakfast Show this morning. True or false? The man who waited for the moving of the water so he could be healed had to had been invalid for twelve years. Okay, invalid for twelve years. Okay, so so I'm I'm feeling it now. Wait, we're getting we're getting it together. We're getting it together this morning. We've got some cases of the Monday itis. That's called in the here. Aussie. That's called the Aussie language. Invalid. This is why people like from Poland and other places where every single letter you pronounce. Yeah. Uh, it is written. You actually pronounce it in English. Mm-hmm. You know how you get though and three. You add one letter and it changes. And here you've got invalid or mm. invalid. Yeah. And you went for invalid. Uh, yeah. And but you had us in stitches. But then I'm like, oh no, it's it's invalid. <laughs> so this guy, I believe, was at the pool of healing in Siloam, yes, and he's I've waiting there. there. True or false? Was he waiting there for? 12 years. If you know the answer, 0491-064-669. That is the number to text. We've already got some answers flying in, some correct correct ones as well. So 0491-064-669. That is the number to text this morning. Absolutely on Faith FM, listening to The Breakfast Show. Hey, our shout-out again today is to Lord Lord Howe Howe Island. (laughs) Have you been to Lord Howe Island before, Kelvin? No, it is on my bucket list. I want to go. I desperately want to go. I think it's a great place. Okay, yeah, so I we've haven't heard been. Lots about it. You I've haven't been. been? You... I've been to Norfolk Island, but not Lord Howe. Not Lord Howe. Have you been to Lord Howe, Shell? No. Yes. No. No, I have not. My um, is that on your bucket list? My too? father-in-law <laughs> lived there when he was a boy for a couple of years. Wow. His dad was pastoring there. Oh, awesome. But, oh, that's um, some time back then. Yeah. So Lyle and I. I'd really, really like to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man, I want to go. I've been calling it the Australian Hawaii on the on the breakfast show this morning. I so I want to go ask, check it out. I reckon you should contact the pastor there on, on at the Seminary oh, Church. Oh yeah, be ask like, hey, get me to preach. preach. <laughs> that's actually that's what I say to everyone. You know, like I'll talk to people over the phone or whatever it may be, and um, like you know, down at Gosford on the weekend, we had an amazing time down there um, with their ministry. You know, they had a, a men's group and a women's group and a youth group, and wow. they raised money for Faith of them as well and i'm there and they're like oh lawson how can we get you down there again and i'm like just put me on the re- the preaching roster <laughs> I, that, that's the way like that's there's always a just, way to get somewhere i mean if you tell me first preach. tell me i'm on the preaching roster first <laughs> um and actually i'm gonna be at avondale memorial church this weekend in the morning i'm gonna be sharing a, a mission story in the morning time regarding oh, faith lovely. fm and the work that Fabulous. we've been doing and the people we have been reaching so yeah guys you know that's check, check that out and too. And I'm going to be at Hillview Church. Oh, preaching. amazing. So all in the Kurumbong area this hey. weekend for you and I, I think. So in, Kelvin, are you preaching this weekend? I am preaching this weekend. No oh, way. Yeah, yeah. No way. Where? Patterson Park. Well, Tucker Park, Patterson. Where's that? Um, north from here, probably, well, in Curry, like 
It's probably 25 minutes away from here. Wow. Okay. Fabulous. Okay. Oh, hanging out, it's the hanging trio, out the, the dynamic trio. That's isn't it. Yeah. It's the Shell, trio okay, Shell, today. You have Shell, to where are you preaching? I'm not preaching. Shell, Shell, I remember first meeting Shell and asking her something like that because, you know, I met Lyle and he's, yeah, he's the a, preacher. Such a preacher. I'm like, oh, Shell, do you preach too? And she's like, she looked at me wide eyed, like shaking her head, like, no, like that is not me. I, I am not my about Husband. <laughs> yeah. no, that's awesome. the thing. I reckon Shell could preach an awesome sermon. I think yeah. she Shell could has too. so many stories. Yes, from her childhood, Lots, from hey. from her youth, from her marriage, from all kinds of things. It would be epic. All sorts of things. That's, oh man! That, that's and it would be right. so crazy if she had a show here on Faith FM. Oh wait, <laughs> she, she does Thursday afternoons. She does Thursday afternoons, afternoons and Shell. of course, sometime we're going to be singing a trio. Oh yes, with Shell yeah, doing apparently. the soprano. Me yeah. doing the alto and you doing on the, tenor. the tenor. That's right. And the guitar. And so the guitar. So. Once again, you're listening to Faith FM. You're listening <laughs> to The Breakfast Show. Uh, text us in your answers for the quiz questions 0491 Or if you're from Lord Howe Island or have passed through Lord Howe Island or want to go to Lord Howe Island, give us a text and also text us what you love about The Breakfast Show. Uh, just before we went to our news time, we actually had Kelvin joining us, uh, Kelvin Langman, with on numbers and um, in our interview and Kelvin has stayed for our Bible study time and mm. we're going into our Bible study time today into Ephesians 5. So for the last few weeks we've actually been covering the, the book of Ephesians and unpacking that what Apostle Paul writes there to the Ephesians and of course uh, the whole 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 theme is of how he goes, um, talks to the believers and about this movement from paganism to being believers and what it means to walk in Christ and then he unpacks each, each chapter then covers that into to um, greater depth and he talks about the mystery that's revealed last week we were covering about walking in unity and being clothed as a new man and so today we're actually going to be talking about walking in love this whole week we're going to be looking at living wisely and of course walking in love is one part of that part of living wisely do you guys live wisely Lawson Kelvin do you feel you do do you feel you can live more wisely, if there's, if that's grammatically there's correct. There's always room. There's always room, <laughs> room to improve. I think I praise God that I'm living more wisely now than, than I was previously, but in, in a and gradual same, sense same. as well. Right. Like, you know, you have a, a conversion experience, say, uh-huh. and it's like, okay, yeah, now I want to walk as God. But then even during that, I can see, right. you know, just, just being young and silly and uh-huh. uh, you know when i was like 18 19 i thought i was a genius like oh. I, I thought i had life worked out and, <laughs> and then you still think you're a lit- genius <laughs> no, no 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 well when it comes to walking in life and like mm-hmm. well i think i've been definitely like hit with doses of humility at times oh, of like oh all? man yeah. i'm not as good as i thought i was and it causes you to you know to change tack to change to become more humble than you were mm-hmm. before and to kind of realize your situation I feel like, you know, I, I joke around with people like at 18, I was like, I'm a genius. And every year since I feel like I know less, <laughs> you know, right. every year since then. But now I'm, I've kind of maybe I've bottomed out a little bit and I'm kind of going the other direction now. I'm like figuring out my life a little bit more That's and so just cool. getting used to things. But yeah, it's it's really it's it's been quite an interesting experience for me. Yeah. But it is one of that thing. It's like a, a it's gradual a continual thing. thing That's isn't right. it? It's a con- what about you, Kelvin? Because you're older. Like more mature, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And they say that as we get older, we get wiser. Would you agree with that? Yes, I believe so. Like I think 
for me, like it wasn't until I was in my mid-30s that I really I looked around. Because when you're in your 20s, you're young, you're independent, you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. and you, yep, this is okay. But when you get to your 30s, you, you feel that little bit more settled, more mm-hmm. responsible mm-hmm. and ready to take on the challenges of the world. Like when you're young, you, you think you're an island, mm. you know, you're independent. But then as you get older, you realise that you're so reliant on the people around you, mm. um, not just family-wise but for spiritual um, guidance, guidance as well. Absolutely. Mm. And mm. I think what happens then too, as people get older, they become the ones that the younger ones look towards too for the spiritual guidance, don't they? And so yep. that's really crucial and important. I love what you said earlier in the interview that you like to dig deep, you know, mm. if num- with numbers. Mm. Um, others like to dig, dig deep in, you know, um, certain passages and what does that mean? There's all sorts of ways. Either way, we are called to dig deeper. And through that, we actually start to live a lot more. And that's what we're going to unpack here even today. Um, and we're going to start reading in Ephesians chapter 5. And um, Lawson, can you read the first few verses up to verse 7? And then we'll get Kelvin to keep reading onwards afterwards too. We've got a short intermission there partway through too. Yeah, so Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1, the Bible says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Mm. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for the saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Mm, wow, that's a really last line. Do not be partakers with them. Interesting. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. Kelvin, can you keep reading for us in Ephesians 5 verse 8? And we're going to keep on going then to verse 20, and then we'll unpack verses 1 and 2. Verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the world, in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Verse 9, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Mm. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always Mm. for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, amen, I say to that. Mm. Giving thanks always for all things to God, to the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So here what we've done is uh, the reason we've gone through from verse 1 to 20 is to give us a bit of a context here of where mm. we're going to, of, of what Paul is actually covering. And um, so we're going to unpack a little bit about walking in love today, the first two verses of Ephesians. Then, of course, later in the week, we're actually going to be looking at walking in the light and what that means, and then walking in wisdom and what that means, and unpacking all of that, and as we were talking earlier, digging deeper into God's word. Mm. It's really interesting, isn't it? Don't, don't, don't you both find, Lawson and, and Kelvin, that verse 1 of chapter 5 actually starts with therefore. Whenever something starts with therefore, it means there's a link to something that's preceding that. That's right. There's the classic statement. Oh. It's like when you when it says therefore, you got to ask the question, "What is it there for?" That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. And so, it. so we've been looking at walking in unity in the previous chapter. That's and right. The, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit, His working, the creation of a new man. These things. Yeah, yeah. It, it is that's, a joining statement, isn't it? Therefore, it is a joining statement, and particularly the, the verse that precedes it, mm. which which reads. In, in chapter 4, verse 32, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So what we unpacked at the end of last week is that Paul here gives a negative command and a positive command, and he actually gives the rationale that is the fact as God in Christ forgave you. And, and actually getting the believers to be looking to the day of redemption when Christ mm. will be coming. So he's saying live in the light of the fact that you, you know, full redemption will be soon. Because when we give our hearts to Christ, hey, when we give our hearts to Jesus, we know that we are saved. Um, but then through that, it's still a journey. We've still got to keep coming to Jesus daily. Mm. So we have that promise of eternal life when we accept Jesus into our lives. But the day of redemption, the ultimate day of when Jesus Christ comes in the clouds of glory and takes us home for eternal life, that is the ultimate redemption that he's talking about here. And so then he goes into verse um, 1 of chapter 5, therefore, there's that link. He's saying, you know, be kind-hearted, tender-hearted, therefore be imitators of God as dear children. What do you think that verse is saying there? Mm. Well, it's it's ultimately it's like okay, yeah, be kind, tender-hearted. Goes through all of these characteristics, mm. you know, as Jesus Christ. Therefore, be imitators of God. And it's like okay, so this is obviously attributes that us completely found in and it's ascribed to God. That is who who mm-hmm. He is. That is what His you know character is made up of. But also, that is how He acts. Yes. And when He uses that word imitator there this is particularly in regard to action right yeah to imitate something is to do the things that it does to you know fulfill uh, its function it says therefore be imitators of god as dear children what it doesn't say oh this is so key guys this is so key i've heard certain theologies that have been held by prominent christian speakers particularly in the name and claim kind of prosperity gospel space they read passages like this and they say you are like god in fact furthermore Mm. you because it's like you you are created by god in his image you're actually a god Mm. i don't know where they get that notion from the bible never says we are a god and some people go further to say that a god is in non-human Thinks. Yeah, that's it's it's wild. But then it's therefore be imitators of God as dear children, mm-hmm. as His children, as people who recognize Him as His as their Creator, as their leader, as their the one who looks after them as well. You know the the the. 
features that a father functions mm. in. Um, it's like, hey, imitate him as as children, not yeah, to gr- grow up into him and to become God. When I read this, it reminds me of Genesis. It reminds me mm. that we are made in the image That's of it. God, mm. male and female. Verses we're made 26 in the and 27, chapter 1, yeah. Yep. Mm. So to, for me, it's he's calling us to be imitators, but it's reminding me of that passage. So we're to imitate God because we were designed to imitate God. Yeah, mm. we were. In, that's right. Mm. Spot on. And then, I mean, sin came in. So really what he's saying here, what Paul is saying, yes, we live in a sin-filled world. Remember, hey, that you came out of paganism and you've become a believer. You are now grafted into the family of God and therefore you ought to be different. And so here's the thing that, you know, therefore... Therefore, the reason is mm. too, like you're saying, Kelvin, you know, that we're created in the image of God. Therefore, imitate that life that Christ had for you before the fall, not, not the one after the fall. And so what he's saying here is also you cannot do it of yourselves. And we keep on saying that so often, don't we? But mm. also here, you know, and some other versions actually, rather than the word imitators, say followers. And so when we actually... You know, when we have a teacher, you know, when I think of the disciples, and I remember when we were in Jerusalem, when we were in Jerusalem with my husband and there were like 30 others of us that were there in the group, we actually went to the Seventh-day Adventist church in Jerusalem, right? Mm. And at the time there were actually um, Bible scholars that had come to learn Hebrew in Jerusalem and one of the students actually preached that day and I still really clearly the remember the key message within that that he was saying you know of how when Peter walked out on the water to Jesus it wasn't just because it was Jesus and he wanted to you know to to go to him and about the faith but it was the fact because you know it was like rabbi teacher and the meaning behind that in the, those days particularly was that you were to imitate the teacher you were to follow the teacher. And so the disciples wanted to follow Jesus in every way. And so for me, what this also means is we, we, we imitate him, we copy him in our actions and our behaviors and our words that only we can do through and in, in through, in through Christ. However, it also means within that package that we display what it means to follow Christ to other people. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, very much so. Like, the disciples wanted to walk in literally where he walked. They wanted to Absolutely. walk in his literal oh, into literal. in his footprints. Yeah. Mm. So that, it was an honor for them, not just to follow in his footsteps, but when Jesus got dirty walking along the dusty trails, that they got dirty and dusty mm. walking the same mm. trails. Mm-hmm. Like that, exactly what you're saying. They they mm. wanted to imitate and be just as Christ. Yeah. yeah. But then I think. After, particularly after Jesus' life, death, and like, but after his yeah. resurrection and mm-hmm. his ascension, you know, for many of them, they were arguing and debating over who would be the greatest. And yeah. because it was a very rabbinical in that sense, like yeah. they saw and him even before as their, that, you know, at the Last Supper, they that's were, right. Just before the Last Supper, they're, yeah. they're arguing. They they saw him as their Jewish rabbi, and they're having those arguments of like, oh, who's the best disciple? Mm-hmm. Who shadows him the best? Because that's you know how the system works. Essentially, a disciple selects you to be one of his followers, sorry, a rabbi selects you to be one of his followers, and then you shadow them and you try to do everything that they do, as 
we've been discussing here. And they're like, who can shadow him the best? But then we see after the cross, after mm. the resurrection in the Acts church, they're praising God. They're like, we can partake in the sufferings of Christ. Oh, that's it. Like, it's like, oh, we're imitators of God because we're persecuted like Jesus yes. was. You know, yes. we get to experience self-sacrificial love. We get to experience putting our lives on the line for the mission, it, it wasn't something superficial anymore. It was something real for them. And so they're actually fulfilling this role as imitators of God, of, mm. of being actually kind, tender-hearted, loving, a sweet-smelling aroma. And especially forgiving. That's yeah. right, and forgiving as well. So really incredible stuff there. Um, that The work that Christ has done and, and the way that he is able to work in us. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. I don't know what happened. I think it was the my wars block nose morning. a little bit. Hey? Just I was a... in bed over the weekend with just a blocked, really blocked nose, coughing lots. So thank you all for bearing with me this morning. <laughs> Man, I was uh, I was really struggling actually when I was preaching. The word statistics come up uh, uh-huh. and I was like, I just got confused a little bit. And I was like, statistics. And, and I, was, I was just struggling. I, I didn't get confused as to what the word was, but I just couldn't get the, Forget you know, that. you're in the heat of the moment. You're like preaching. Lots of words are coming out at a rapid rate. And I'm like, statistics. And, and, and I could see some people sitting in the front, like, kind of like, <laughs> like giggling. <laughs> I said, statistics. But Danuta's right. The English language is very funny. <laughs> to study statistics, you don't become a statistician. You become a stat- statistician. That's right. Yeah, no? just- That's right. That's what did me in. I was like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's tough. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning, and we have one final question. Here we go for our quiz f- to get into the draw for this week for the amazing board game that we're giving out. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai, what did he discover the Israelites doing? If you know the answer mm. to that one, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And you'll go into the draw to win Heroes of the Bible, the board game. So you build a little map and then you make your way around that map and, you know, kind of get to know all this information and verse each other and ultimately someone wins, which is like the best part of board games. Uh, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. We'll give you this board game absolutely <laughs> for free. But again, that quiz question was, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, what did he discover the Israelites doing? 0491 It's quite a famous story, but if you don't know it, we yeah, encourage you to have a look into the book of Exodus to find that one. Hey, we're continuing our Bible study in Ephesians chapter 5, and I love what you said during our break, Kelvin, mm. because, of course, this week we're talking about living wisely, and we're talking during the break a little bit, um, break for us, but not for you guys because you had the song playing. <laughs> but when we were off air, Kelvin, you mentioned about wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. There's my block nose coming in again. I'm going to stop for a sec. But can you take it over with what you were saying, please? Yeah, there's a verse here that says, um, live as wise. Mm. So for me, I immediately thought of King Solomon and Ecclesiastes. And he says, um, seek and search after 
knowledge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he says knowledge without understanding is worthless. There's yeah. no mm-hmm. point having knowledge without being able to use it or understand it. So he says yeah. you're far better off to search, search after understanding. So you've got mm. knowledge, but you know what to do with it because you've got the understanding of that knowledge. Mm-hmm. But then he says, no, no, forget all that. There's more. Um, knowledge Mate, there's and more. understanding <laughs> without application. So he uses the word wisdom without putting that into, into daily life is absolutely useless. Mm-hmm. And this is what I love here with this passage in Scripture. Like chapter 4 is the knowledge and understanding part, but chapter 5 is the wisdom. It is the, wheels, yes. it is the wheels on the tar. Mm. It is the, you know, the application. And this is, for me, it's the there. You, you mentioned before. Therefore. This, for you, it was the therefore moment. For me, it is the this is the application. This yeah. is your life. And as Christians, if we don't meet our expectation, what God has designed us to be, if, he, if we don't run to the optimum that he wants us and we don't achieve and perform at that level, we're failing miserably. Mm-hmm. So for me, the, the wisdom part is really where it's at. Like, So we need mm. to put this, the, all of this information into practice. In a- and at the life. same time, we're not talking here about perfectionism. No. Yeah. No, because <laughs> of ourselves, we cannot be perfect. Only Christ yep. is perfect, but yep. he clothes us in the robe of righteousness, as the yep. Bible says in so many places, doesn't mm. it? So, But what we are called to do is to keep striving for um, yep. imitating Christ more and more. Um, mm. You know, by His power, you know, as we as we overcome yep. in so many areas of and our lives. If we do nothing, we fail. Yes. Mm. So we've got to do something, but we want to do it in a way that honors God. Yeah, that's right. And the key there, as you said, is in Christ. You know, in it Christ. was it was, uh, it was one of the great heresies of the fifth century. It was called Pelagianism. It was by it was propagated by a guy named Pelagius. Pelagius yeah, and he was yeah. basically like. You haven't been tainted by sin. You can do whatever you want. You can be perfect. You just don't want to because you're a terrible person. And it's like you, you should just be able to change. And there was a reaction against that from Augustine. Augustine. But I, which I think went a little bit too far the other way because then he started kind of advocating for a unilateral unilateral predestination, like a God has picked who's saved and who's lost kind of thing. But where we find ourselves is rather in the middle, that God has selected all of us to be saved in the sense that he has died for all of us. He's opened the way. And then it's like, okay, what is my... So then, it, But then it's like, oh, it's on me then. So what's my response going to be? And that's kind of the straw man that a Calvinist would build. They would say, mm. oh, um, you believe that you have to work for your salvation. And the answer is, no, 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 no. Mm decision is not a work mm-hmm. i am making a conscious choice, choice that is then supplemented mm-hmm. by the power of christ and if i can see in my life the evidence of mm-hmm. like oh man it's not play you know i'm yeah, as you said it's like i'm not living that optimal way that christ has laid out for me that's that's like it's is it oh i'm just not trying hard enough no 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 no, no. it's that you're not making the decision to mm-hmm. let christ work in you mm-hmm. he is the one who works mm-hmm. and as we read here like the bible has spent so long you know in the previous chapters going like this is a work of the spirit in your heart unity is enabled by the spirit mm-hmm. this is but through the spirit it's in christ it's through the spirit it's not of yourself lest anyone should boast but then it's like therefore be imitators of god yeah. it's like so it's it's like okay we don't have to take these verses out of context we don't need mm-hmm. to compartmentalize them we just need to love it. chuck them together and say okay what does this together. mean what does this mean it's like hey look 
Be imitators of God. How do you do that? Through the power of Christ. Through the power of Christ, 100%. That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. And then it also then goes into verse 2 and it says, and walk in love. Now, how many forms of love are there in the Bible that that really come out? There's there's four key ones, aren't there? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So we've got the philia, which is brotherly Mm -hmm. love. We've got eros, which is sensual or romantic love. We've Mm -hmm. got storage, storage, which is familial love. And we've got agape, which is Mm -hmm. unconditional love. Mm -hmm. So here, the love that Paul is actually talking about out of those four is the agape love. Yeah. Of course. The unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And here in the context, when you actually, not in the context, but in the Greek, the form that it's actually written is, is a continuous form. So mm. it's like saying, keep walking in mm. love. Don't just walk once. Mm-hmm. Don't just walk, you know, down the track or whatever. He's saying, you have now given your heart to Jesus. You've become believers. You've given your old way of life away. You've put on, like in, 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 in chapter four, we covered last week, you've put on the new, uh, old, put away the old man and you've put on the new, put away your corrupt ways. We're going to unpack that more tomorrow. Mm. But so he says, keep walking in love. Kelvin. Yeah. I just looking at what you're saying there, like, it's the process. It's the journey, isn't yes. it? Yes. You've really got to – like we don't stay where we are. No. But through the grace of God, we grow and we we mature. That's right. We become mm. we become perfect and more perfect. That's right. And then when it, when it, he, says, he says then at the end of verse 2, and we're running a short of time on this, but an offering and sacrifice of God, sweet-smelling aroma to God. So, you know, when you think of the sacrificial system when, you know, the, the sacrifices were made, it pointed to Christ, and that was a sweet-smelling aroma to God in the sense of, you know, the, that it was the sacrifice of Christ that became the most ultimate thing and important thing here. The that, humbling and the submission. Absol- yep. Absolutely, in every way. And so he's saying when you do this, when you imitate, you know, a God, you're actually becoming a sweet-smelling aroma to God. <clears throat> and that's the exciting thing and that's we're going to unpack that more because we've run short of time with that today but of course god the father was pleased with the offering of christ um and with what the spirit made and so that's what he wants us to do to be at that sweet smelling aroma we'd encourage you to dig deeper into ephesians 5 you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different awesome lawson it's come time for us to have our answers to our quiz questions Mm -hmm. that we've had Lots of people writing in today, so I'm sure they're hanging out to find out the answers. Can you give them to us, please? Absolutely. So that first question there, let your speech always be gracious. Season with salt mm. so that you may know how you not ought coriander. to... Not coriander. Not <laughs> coriander. Or to answer each person from Colossians 4, 6 <clears throat> there. Salt, you know, adding that flavor. And, of course, it's referencing here, you know, when Jesus gave the parable, he says, you know, how, what, what good is salt yes. for if it loses its, its flavor? flavor. And, and, you know, I'm sure you'd be able to share with us, Kelvin, some deep insight into salt, what it represents. And numbers. <laughs> all, all, those, all those wacky things in the Bible. Actually, if you can give us a concise 30-second answer, what salt in the Bible, what, what do we ultimately make of that? Salt, the ultimate thing for salt, the ultimate job for salt is to preserve. Mm. So it's, it's talking about becoming like Christ and staying like Christ. Mm. You're preserved. You stay in that status. Wow. Oh, awesome. Love so let your, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, 
so that you may know how to answer. So preserved like Christ. Don't, don't you know, yeah. don't don't become angry or upset or worldly, but rather, you know, perfect like Christ is. When you do the right thing, continue to do the right thing. Amazing. Mm. Concerning which disciple did the rumor spread that he would not die? It was actually John. John mm. the beloved, the mm. writer of the Gospel of John and the various mm. epistles of John. Yeah, unfortunately the, was beheaded. Yeah, <laughs> Revelation as well. Um, continuing on here, what did the Lord have Jeremiah break before the leaders of Israel to symbolize how he would break their nation? It was actually a jar of clay. And of course, you've got the famous illustration that comes from there, the potter's clay and how God has put his hands in and he's worked in the life of, you know, in our lives to mold us. And in this case, he's like, God has put you together. Israel, you're like a cl- a J, uh, a J claw. A clay jar. You're like a clay jar and I have molded you. I've shaped you. I've led you to this point, but you've rejected me. And so you're going to be broken up. And that's, of course, exactly what happened. You had the Assyrians invading in the north and the Babylonians as (laughs) had the Babylonians invading as well. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's uh, amazing to see that, uh, yeah, they've, you know, this, Awesome illustration where it's like, hey, you're going to be broken up. We also have here, true or false, the man who waited for the moving of the water so he could be healed was invalid for 12 years. It was actually 38 38 years. 38 years. So he was was stitched up. He was just laying there waiting for the pool to cover him. And and Jesus comes and, and heals him. Just a really incredible story. And then finally here, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, what did he discover the Israelites doing? Well, the answer is nothing good. Uh, he walks down. Well, he found the Levites who had abstained from participating in the worshiping of the golden calf. And as a result, they were selected to be those who would represent the the priestly class of Israel. But for the rest of Israel, they had fully succumbed to paganism, which was just wild. You know, they're, they're sitting at the bottom of Mount Sinai and looking up, seeing the pillar of cloud and fire mm. And it's crazy to think that they could fall away so quickly. Yeah. Moses hadn't left all that long before. No. But the thing that Moses grabbed, what, grabbed Moses' attention as he's coming down out the mountain was the noise, the ruckus of this mm. giant yeah. party that was going yeah, it on. It was giant party, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Mm. And like that's when he smashed the Ten Commandments. Yep. You know, upset. he was upset, right, very so. upset. Yep. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. And so, hey, if you guys got those answers correct, fantastic work. You will be in the draw this Friday to win the amazing prize. Also, got a text message here. Hi, glad to hear the Brecky Show program back again. I wanted to say, I took my son to the circus yesterday. I thought of Lawson as the last act was a motorcycle stunt. The guy did three acts <laughs> over this bridge thing, including a backflip. I was petrified for him. Lawson, was your mum relieved when you stopped racing? So for, those who, for those who don't know, I grew up racing motorbikes and at one time was a, an aspiring professional living overseas and, and, and racing in the world championship. And um, So I wasn't doing backflips or anything like Didn't that. I was, I was racing uh, road bikes, but I did break both my collarbones, my elbows, uh, multiple fingers and toes, uh, you know, my knees and hit my head lots of times. I got concussed. Uh, um 
My mum loved it. My mum loved it. Hey, she loved watching me race, loved coming to the track. You know, people just built different. Uh, but yeah, I, I, she's probably, in that sense, she's glad that I'm out of that life. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. We've come to the very end of our show, Lawson, all gone too fast. It's been great to have you here, Kelvin, mm. today covering numbers in the Bible. And oh, you've just opened up our mind in Why a really big way. Why does so quick? We, oh. I wish we had so much more. Don't mm. we? We, yeah. we? We're the same. Every every day we feel the same way. We in that space, don't we, Lawson? Mm-hmm. Hey, but where are we going for our freebie today? Giveaway. Well, hey, what have we got? I have a book this morning. It's called Faith Undone The Emerging Church, A New Reformation or an End Time Deception hey. by Roger <laughs> Oakland. So, this is pretty key. It's looking at essentially, well, we've seen over the last 120 years the explosion of denominations mm. and particularly the rise of the church planting movement that happened amongst non denominationals and Pentecostals and whatnot. And then even for, you know, our denomination as Seventh-day Adventists and whatnot and church planning and moving forward, the different movements of faith that have come in the very recent eras. You know, we mm. study church history. We look at the Reformation. Mm-hmm. What about the Reformations that are happening today? Are they mm. of God or are they not of God? Where is God leading? This is a huge question for us. And that's what this book is answering, essentially. The Emerging Church, A New Reformation or an End Time Deception. We want to give you this book absolutely for free you don't have to answer any questions all you have to do is be quick and text us at 0491-064-669 again that number 0491-064-669 the first texter through will receive this book absolutely for free hey look you're listening to the breakfast show this morning thank you so much for joining us kelvin as well and we're going to be heading on tassie encounters coming up right after this but hey guys remember to talk faith to live faith and to act faith and you will grow strong in jesus christ for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.